Hello and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living life with ADHD, because ADHD is so much more than a list of symptoms. Hello and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths and educate about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. This week, I want to talk about my iPhone, specifically the insane number of photos I have on my iPhone. Back in the olden days, the ability to take pictures was dependent on how many rolls of film we had or were willing to purchase. In order to take a photo, you had to first invest in a roll of film and then also pay to have the photos on that film developed. This, of course, is a reason that so many photos from the 90s are subpar. It's because we didn't have the chance to retake photos if they weren't of good quality. But we didn't know they were poor quality until we picked up the developed film and looked through the photos. And now we can take photos of everything. The food we ate at that fancy restaurant we can take a photo. The top we want to buy, take a picture. And who needs a grocery list when you can open your fridge and take a photo of the contents and mark that down for what you need to buy. This ability to take photos of anything and everything without having to wait for film to be developed is great, but it can also lead to an overwhelming number of photos on your iPhone. And when you're trying to actually locate a photo on something on your iPhone, impossible. I currently have 11,000 photos on my phone from the last two years. I am in no way, shape, or form a professional photographer, so why do I feel the need to take so many photos? Simple. I process information by seeing it. Seeing photos can be useful in many ways. Seeing a photo from a past vacation helps me remember special moments. Seeing a photo of a top I like makes me consider whether I want to buy it or whether I have a similar top hanging in my closet. And seeing a book cover gives me ideas for the next story I want to read. The band Filters' song, Take a Picture, was released in 1999, and while the song is about one of the founding members getting drunk on an airplane and forgetting what he did, these lyrics ring true for many of us with ADHD. Could you take my picture? because I won't remember. The truth is, I rely on photos to jog my memory. If I'm attempting to create a meal, it bugs me when the recipe doesn't include a photo of the finished product. I need to see what the end goal is. And when I do make a meal that doesn't have a photo included with the recipe, I'll take a photo so that the next time I make the meal, I can visualize what the finished product looks like. If I travel anywhere, I like to lay out all my clothes as outfits before packing and take a photo so I don't end up wearing mismatched clothing the entire trip. And when I park my car somewhere that isn't my usual spot, I like to take a photo so I can remember where my car is. This may just seem like a quirky habit, but there is some scientific research behind the need to take photos of everything, why those with ADHD seem to do it more. It's called cognitive offloading which is a way to make it easier for our brains to process information by offloading some of it. Essentially, rather than relying on our brains to retain and retrieve information, like which items should be paired as outfits during a vacation, 
or what a prepared meal looks like, we offload this information onto photos for later retrieval. Basically, we are using photos the same way we used to use floppy disks or USB sticks in the olden days, so our computers didn't fill up with memory that wasn't required very often. We are taking information out of our heads and storing it externally. And once it's out of our heads, we don't have to worry we'll forget. And we can retrieve it later if needed. But there's more behind this. The actual act of taking photos can be even more beneficial for those with ADHD. When we take photos, even if they're crappy, we are forced to narrow our focus on the object. For one or two seconds, our attention, our attention is strictly on the object. We are zeroed in on that one thing. And all of our senses are tuned to whatever it is our cameras are pointed at. And so, by later looking at the photo, we can recall how we felt in the moment we took the photo. While it may seem that taking a photo during a magical moment lessens the experience, the opposite is true for those with ADHD. Rather than simply enjoy being in the moment while doing things like watching the sunset, it's helpful for those with ADHD to take a photo and focus on that sunset, that moment, even for a second or two, to truly experience it. So I'll take the pictures so I can remember. Until next time, this is Robin, and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.